So, like, take off to the great white north. Beauty. Beauty. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Jeez. Take off, <laughs> you hosers. Chris Killingsworth, and joining me as always are my co-host Carter Lupel. What's going on, Carter? How's it going, Chris? It's going really well, thank you. We also have Thomas uh, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. What's going on, Thomas Williams? Hello, I'm good, and in Toronto. Excellent. Uh, so, welcome back, guys. Um, it's been literally a month since oh, we've God. recorded. It's been four weeks. Sorry. Sorry about that. I'm uh, sorry about that. We, <laughs> I'm sorry. We've all had some things kind of going on uh, in the last little bit, but we have some uh, exciting news, which we're going to talk about in a little bit here, which is going to uh, put us in a place where we've got to record every week, and we are going to record every week. <laughs> starting starting this week. Starting this week. Uh, which or is maybe good. we'll start episode 50. Episode 50 in September. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we could do that now, but um, yeah, I mean, lots of stuff's been going on, but it's been it's been all good stuff for the most part. Thomas, can we start with a quick update from you with respect to your life, what's going on? My life? So I moved. Uh, I'm in a new apartment in Toronto. Love it. Nice. What area? Uh, little East York area. Ooh. Don't know where that by, is. By the Danforth? By the Danforth. Yeah. Pape and stuff. Oh, there now we go. Now people are just going to like come murder me at night. But, Did uh, you say yeah. pape or vape? Pape. <laughs> oh, my bad. Sorry. You know, okay. I know it's on your mind all the time. But, uh, it's true. Um, but yeah, it's pretty sick. No AC right now. That's okay. Yeah, that's a tough um, one. So I'm sweating a lot right now. But, uh, <laughs> go on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, baby. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's been good. It's just been hanging out, like writing a lot, uh, a lot, a lot. You've been writing at some new places. Maybe you can let the people know where you're at now. Yeah, so I'm writing primarily still TLN, like Lazy Nation, but uh, Canucks Army as well. That's and awesome. And Blue Jays, as always, that we did before. But yeah, Canucks Army is a good, a high reputation, really, and they chose me for some reason, so. Which is really exciting. Um, yeah. Do you find that Canucks Army readers hate you more or less than the TLN oh my readers? God. They're, they're insane. They're absolutely <laughs> crazy. Uh, did, they like, not, did they not know we gave away a Canucks jersey? Yeah, I oh, know. I thought God. we got some like clout for that. What were but... the signatures on that again? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, ben it? Hutton, I think, was one of them. Yeah, yeah he's the uh, former Canucks. R.I.P. Uh, we're going to talk Aaron about Rome him in a bit. And 
Wasn't yeah. Besser one of them? Aaron Rome. Oh, yeah, was Besser. The, Aaron Rome. Besser and Hutton. Hutton. <laughs> Besser and Hutton made sense, but there's just a weird Rome signature Yeah, on the Aaron Rome signature. Just an always a perfect reminder of 2011. If he was healthy, they might have won. <laughs> if he was healthy. That's the resale value. It's all in Aaron Rome's signature. Exactly. <laughs> so you're doing some new uh, writing, or rather writing in some new places, which is really exciting. Uh, things are going well for you that way, Thomas. We're happy to have you back. Um, it feels good. I love it feels good to get, I get to yell about hockey now. I know. <laughs> Taking a little bit of hiatus um, was good and bad, but uh, you know you got a lot of stuff done, so you're productive. What about you, Carter? What's new in your life these days? Uh, work's been crazy as always. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, we're we're doing a big product shoot. Nice. And so we're just gearing up for that. That's fancy marketing terms. Yeah. So one of the the things that I work on, they're they're releasing a new product, and that's all I can say. Obviously, we got a and, lot of Can-Am listeners on this <laughs> that listen to the podcast, so we wouldn't want anybody thinking they're going to come out with a bike with four wheels instead of three. <laughs> we don't want any trouble. <laughs> oh my god. But what's better than three wheels? Yeah. Four. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, As far as me, I mean, I'm obviously super busy with work. Work is lovely, exciting. It's been fun. Um, Robin and I are finally getting married on September 7th. Yeah, thank you. This has been the five-year engagement straight up. But uh, we got engaged a long time ago, and we, like, kind of put her education before uh, everything else, but that's done now, even though she's back in university, which is a LMFAO type scenario. Uh, she's going full RN. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So good for her. She's going to Athabasca. Wow. Which is in uh, Alberta somewhere. Wait, actually. Oh my God. Yeah. She's not going out there, but she's going to be doing classes from that university, which she's already oh, started. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so we're getting married on September 7th. Um, if you listen to the podcast, drop me a DM on Twitter and I'll send you an invite to the wedding. <laughs> um, and you have to pay every, every he, he'll shout, shout you out in his vows yeah I'll shout you out in my vows no they'll just they're only allowed to give gifts and then not come yeah right? I'll and send you an envelope absolutely yeah. and accept. I'll just drop like subtle like twitter pseudonyms in my vowels yeah or you vows I said vowels that's fine you you you, uh, <laughs> you accept cash and What's the uh, the Canadians the club nineteen oh nine points? What's that? Cana- like the Montreal Canadiens thing oh, is club the club nineteen oh nine. Yeah, he accepts club nineteen oh nine points. I absolutely. Just, well, just to rack up enough there. points to go watch preseason at the Bell Center. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Yo, Thomas, what's going on in the background at your place? Uh, my Emily's like watching something. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what it is. This is very reminiscent it's, of when Robin would listen to like 16 and Pregnant while we were recording the podcast. It's, uh, it's Are You the One? It's, so it's MTV as well. Oh, okay. Love it. Tell would, Emily it, I said hi. Yeah, it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't try. wouldn't be hosers without any uh, yeah without background any background noise. noise. Hey, Fern, Fern's in this room too. Oh, so. hi, hi, Fern. Hi, Fern. She's just, she's just uh, hiding under the bed. Oh. I love it. So while uh, while we've been away, obviously there's been a lot of moving parts. Um, just to, like quickly sum up what's happened in hockey in the last month. Uh, St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup. That was pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, Mitch Marner's going to get an offer sheet by the sounds of it. 
that is absolutely nauseating yeah, and I want to using blow my his, brains uh, out. his free agent speak yeah straight up and you know what it's actually been kind of good that we haven't been able to record in four weeks because there's been so much bullshit that we are just able to just completely move past yeah which I like yeah. personally now before we get into the nitty-gritty of things here Thomas can you talk about our new exciting affiliation oh, yeah. Um, so new and exciting. So obviously, one of the sites I write for Leafs Nation um, has been over a managerial change, changing from Adam, previous guest on the pod. Yeah, friend of the Adam, show, Adam. We love you, Adam. Um, to Mike Stevens, who was previously the editor at the fan-sided site, Editor and Leaf. Um, so now he's the manager at. Or man- managing editor, I guess that's the proper. Term. But he's the manager too. Like he could put that he's on a resume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Manager he's Mr. Manager. Stevens. I love <laughs> it. Manager. Um, but yeah, so he's he's the editor now for TLN, and then he uh, messaged me, texted me the other day, and asking about putting hosers on the website. So if you're listening to it on the actual website right now, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Big thanks to you. But yeah, so now we'll be there. You can find us there. All the links and stuff will be there, a synopsis of the episode. So we'll get more Leafs fans, I guess. So we have to be even more Leafs-centric. That's crazy. Which is great news oh, you for know you and I. Bad I, news for Carter. I know. I got a, a Leafs loony for my Tim's change the other day. Okay. And okay, I, well I saved it, and it's in the center console of my truck. Okay. There you go. Leafs so, fan Carter. Thank you, TLN. <laughs> Our first payment. <laughs> it is. It, like To be honest with you, it's, it's, for me, really exciting because... We've been doing this podcast for, well, this will be our third year, right? Your second year? No, third year um, coming up in the fall. So uh, it's exciting to, you know, be a bit more uh, affiliated to a blog that we love. It's a blog I've read for a long time, and I love everything that uh, Leafs Nation does, which is great. Uh, and this is a, a good opportunity to just thank everybody for uh, sticking around. I know... There was a period in time last month where we were having some issues with um, iTunes, but that has since been resolved. And thankfully, uh, if you were subscribing to the podcast before, you're still subscribing. We didn't lose any subscriber counts or anything, which is great. So thank you for your patience. Uh, I'd like to think that we'll be one of the um, sports or hockey podcasts that's going to be going throughout the summer. So we're not going anywhere. We're going to have a really great in-depth free agency analysis when it's all said and done. Uh, and we were going to have a really great draft one, but we had some issues. Do you want to hear the story? Yeah, we got it. So can I set you up for the story? Yeah, sure. Perfect. So Thomas drove over, not drove over, he took the train um, and met me at work uh, in Newmarket on Friday, and we had planned to get together to record a draft episode. Uh, And then as the draft started, we knew that Carter was going to be a little bit late because he works late in the city. And then we didn't hear from him and thought that he maybe had died. And I can report, thankfully, my best friend is still alive, (laughs) thank God. Um, But Carter's now going to tell Thomas and I the story because we haven't heard it yet. Okay, so So here we go. Preamble to this was the last year that was the last year two years ago that same thing happened same th- exact same thing last yeah year. <laughs> so last year i wasn't supposed to work and got asked to go work and they're like okay you'll be able to leave at this time we know you have plans we're not going to fuck you around i ended up missing the last train home yeah which was so shitty and then this <laughs> so this year um the account that i'm working on they uh they did this thing called 
Can-Am Ride Show, or the Riker Ride Show, whatever the fuck they called it. And so this, they were, they wanted to have it at a place, like, way out near Hamilton called Cayuga. Oh, I'm familiar with Cayuga. They have a speedway. Yeah, the speedway. Used to go there as a kid. Yeah, and so they're like... Love racing. And we're like, oh... Me, a big car dude. No one will go... (laughs) Noted car dude. And so we're like, no one will go out there. Let's have it in Toronto at the OVO Athletic Center. This sounds problematic. And so there was like back and forth and back and forth. Like if they're going to swap at one place or the other place. And then they just decided to have it at both places. In Cayuga and also at the OVO Center. Yeah. Was Kawhi Leonard there? So they like split it up? Yeah, they split it up. And Kawhi Leonard was not there, unfortunately. This sounds like bad news. So these things have been going for 12 weeks now in like 12 different cities across North America. They've been doing... Uh, LA, Salt Lake City, Denver, uh, Miami, Orlando, uh, like all sorts of these all big the cities. All the places that Artemi Panarin may land in free agency. <laughs> Go on. That's, that's, a little, that's what they call in the biz foreshadowing. <laughs> that's what they call in the biz signing bonus. <laughs> <laughs> and so this thing's pretty baked and there's never been a single problem. Okay? Like, Go on. <laughs> until, I, can't find out. I can't wait to find out what happens. Until they're like, hey, Carter, can you go see how it's looking at the OVO Center? Take some pictures. It's the first night. It's the women's ride night. That's the one over by Medieval Times, yeah. right? Okay, perfect. Or near the Coca-Cola... Coca-Cola... Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola Coliseum. Coca-Cola Coliseum. Home of your Toronto Marlies. <laughs> and so I go... And I was like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to make sure I see everything. Everything's okay. I'm going to leave by in time. So I take the train at Exhibition Station to make it to Union Station in time to get the 635 train back to Barrie. <laughs> so as it's coming like 10 to 6, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, got all my pictures. I put my backpack on and all I hear is like a... <laughs> And then, like, a bunch of commotion by a car? and screaming. Oh, no, no, I didn't get hit by a car. Oh, God, don't so tell me. if anyone <laughs> has been to the Ovio Athletic Center, it it's, like, right on the Gardener. Yes. And the only thing between the parking lot and the Gardener yeah. is a chain-link fence. Right. Yes. Because you sometimes park there when you go to the exhibition. Yeah. And so, so I turn around after all this commotion and... Like everyone running, the music stops. Yeah. And there's. This sounds scary. Uh, so you don't need a license to try these things in a closed course. Oh no. So they oh, let, no, and it's no, a women's no, ride no, night, no. so it's only women there riding that night. Okay. Some woman had got on this her first time on one of these oh, things fuck. ever. Oh no. Pulled the throttle, <laughs> gone like straight through the chain link fence, <laughs> and her two wheels are like hanging over, like overlooking the gardener. Oh, the third wheel though. The third wheel's the only thing fucking keeping her alive. <laughs> On this parking lot, and I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. This is like, and I'm thinking like, okay, that's cool. We'll just like back her up. We'll keep going. I don't know if cool's the word I would use, but. Well, no, I'm like, let's not make a big deal. I have a train to catch. And someone's <laughs> Carter's like, uh, lady, could you fucking hurry up? I'm well, no, and like, so uh, Susan, I'm not sure if you know this, but it could be Capo Caco going first overall. I got to get moving here. Uh, <laughs> the Canadians have a pretty good 15th round pick. <laughs> 15th but, overall. but regardless. But so I'm and I'm like, OK, so here's what's going to happen. We're just going to back this up and like we're going to get her back on the course. And that's going to be fine. And as 
as like I'm walking up to go see how this lady is, they're all from like Wisconsin. Oh, okay. And one of the people Home of your cold call field. Oh yeah, Coley. Oh. Which is now a half yeah. just to keep it hockey. Thank relevant. you. Thank you. I was gonna say Phil Kessel. I was also, gonna say Phil Kessel. No, he's not. Or from he's Minnesota. No, he went no, to he's... No, he is from Wisconsin, he's right. He's yeah, w- Wisconsin went to school went in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. So this could have been Phil Kessel's like side thing yeah he could have been at the ride show high school sweetheart perhaps <laughs> and so i'm like okay i'm just gonna tell everyone like it's fine she'll back <laughs> up and everything and i look back and one of these people from wisconsin are like hello police <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i need to report an accident <laughs> i'm like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> oh my god dude that's insane. and so at this point i put my bag down and i'm like okay and i have to like help this lady off the bike yeah and i wait there and police show up ems shows up fire shows up Jeez. spicy p shows up what? No. Spicy P shows up. Yeah. Kawhi shows up. Is like we played a good game. He's like, okay, baby. <laughs> and so what you do, baby. <laughs> it's six. By the time we wrap this up, it's like ten thirty at the very earliest. Yeah. And then, so at that point, I have to go back to Anomaly. I have to message and like call everyone and be like okay listen this is what happened there's a police report I can't even, that's no one was hurt and so i get like i literally hit send and i get like a like a an email back like that fast like yeah. from the, the like like one of the like the managing or like the man, brand managers yeah and they're like okay we'll be on flight first thing in the morning uh yeah and so oh they got God. on the flight first thing in the morning and my dad's, like, freaking out, like, you have to fucking help me with these signs. I have no one to help me with these signs, putting up signs for this fucking yard sale. That's a part of the story. Dude, yeah. this, is part, this is a great segue. Yeah. And so I'm not, like, I'm not answering my phone. I'm not doing anything. Obviously. Now it makes perfect sense. And the, the girl that I'm seeing, I'm not answering her phone calls, not answering her anything. And so she just shows up. Like, oh, yeah, she's yeah. there when I get here. And so I was like, "Okay, wait, when did this happen? This is on Saturday morning. No, Friday night. Okay, let me know when you're done Friday night. I got to tell you about Saturday morning. Well, Saturday morning, my dad is like, got to get your signs, got to get everything. Yeah. As soon as he, as soon as we put all the signs up, she drove me back to the city. Yeah. So I can go meet these people at Porter, pick these people up and go to Cayuga now because they're (laughs) like, there's going to be a problem there now. And I'm back and forth between Cayuga Toronto, Cuga, Toronto, fucking Port Dover at one of the dealerships out in Dover because they want to go to fucking Simcoe. And then I'm like back and forth and back. And then on Sunday, they're like, okay, and you have to go back here Sunday and see the event through until the end of Sunday. So there's no fucking problems. Dude, that's insane. And And then drive them back to the airport Sunday night after the event's done. So this all makes sense. Thomas and I are watching the draft and both of us are just like eating pizza, drinking beer. We're like, we just hope he's okay. Cause this like is not <laughs> at all your personality. You are like one of the best communicators I know. <laughs> I was like, this is something's wrong. So of course Thomas and I are watching the draft. It's going fairly normal, obviously. Um, except more at cider going to Detroit, but that's for another time. So we're like <laughs> joking around about this. We're like, man, I, I fuck. Like, I hope Carter's okay. Like, we were kind of freaking out, not really sure what's going on. So Saturday, Robin comes home from a night shift, and Thomas and I are like, well, let's go get breakfast. 
Um, and I was like, maybe I can see if I can get a hold of Carter. Like, yeah. again, super weird. So we go to this breakfast spot across from where I live. We've never been there before. It's that called, so like, sad. Noble's Eatery. Oh, nice. Was it good? So I thought the food was good. Did you think it was good, Thomas? You guys didn't go to Fernan- yeah, like Fer- Fernando's? No, and we could have went there, but I was like, no, let's go to this other spot. Although I did tell Thomas about Alex Fernandez and some of the beef we had in high school. Okay, so there yeah. were some jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there were some jokes. So anyways, we're, we go have this breakfast. Also, this breakfast place is in a convenience store. Oh, I know the one you're so, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. uh, she's like, hey, sweetie, do you want anything to drink? And I was like, yeah, an orange juice. And she just walks over to this convenience store. <laughs> Pulls the Tropicana. <laughs> exactly. And I was like... Uh, Thomas like couldn't believe it. He was like, "This is unbelievable." <laughs> this doesn't happen like, in Toronto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, she was like, "Oh, do you want some milk?" And I was like, "Gonna go grab more." I was like, "Oh, do you want anything for the fridge?" Like, "Oh yeah, like just grab anything you want." And yeah, just, like, I'll, we'll just I'll add it to your bill. I'll have a rocket popsicle, please. <laughs> yeah, that's really what I said to Thomas. That's so funny. That's what I said. I was like, mm, "Rocket pop, uh, <laughs> eggs and hash browns." <laughs> well, we think too much alike. Yeah, we do straight up. <laughs> So we need more ketchup. Let me just grab some. Yeah, exactly. So we did this, and then Thomas had to go back to the city. So I was like, you know what? I just got to pop over to the mall quickly to make a return at Roots. So we're driving down St. Vincent, and I see these fucking signs everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Garage sale, Stanley Street. What did, what did it say? It was like Funk, wacky, funky, wacky, funky so garage sale. I changed one of the signs to massive, hunky garage sale. <laughs> So we keep seeing these signs and Thomas and I are both like laughing. We're like, okay, like, yeah, we get it. You got a garage sale going on. Like no big deal. So then as we're driving down the street, we we get closer to St. Vincent and he goes, he goes, uh, you know, or I, I must've said like, oh, that's weird. Like Carter lives on Stanley. Like, I wonder if it's a garage sale at his house. And then we're both like, nah, it couldn't be. That doesn't make any sense. We would have heard from him, right? So then I was like, you know what? We got some time to kill. Let's just drive by and see if anybody's outside. So we're driving and we turn on to Stanley and there are cars everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. Like we couldn't find a parking spot. We had to literally wait for a guy to leave (laughs) so that we could park. That's how good the signs worked. Yeah, absolutely. And And sure as shit. It's your house. Yeah. And I see all your siblings out front and your dad and your dad's wheeling and dealing, trying to sell some stuff. And Thomas and I are like complete disbelief. We're like, well, Carter must be here. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So then we go up to your dad and your dad's like, oh, yeah, he was here, but he's with his girlfriend. So then Thomas and I are like, classic, bailing on the boys to hang out with your girlfriend. What a scumbag. And your dad goes, well you know what? He went that way and like points to like the other end of the street. He's like, you could probably find him. Maybe he took her to Max or Tim Hortons. <laughs> Cause so, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Hey sweetie, I'll even let you, you get try. a hash brown at Timmy's, but <laughs> you got to use my rewards card. Okay. So we're like laughing and it's so funny. And then I was like, you know what? How funny would it be if we saw him walking up and down St. Vincent from the Tim Hortons? Oh, my God. So we're like driving around the subdivision looking for you. (laughs) And then we drive over to the Tim Hortons. 
And I said to Thomas, I was like, should I go in and see if he's there? And then we're like, nah, let's probably not do that. And then we just drove away and oh I drove Thomas to the train station. I wish I wasn't buried because to catch you at a divorce. It was so <laughs> fucking funny. We were just absolutely uh, The worst fucking out. weekend of my life. Yeah, it was bad, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, your scenario makes total sense. So yeah. although we weren't... Was, <laughs> what were you going to say, Thomas? It was so funny. Your dad was like trying to like sell us stuff. sell sell us on shit. He's like, "Oh, you guys like want some gloves? Oh yeah, it's like you guys need some new skates. You need some right back uh... this way." <laughs> oh, dude, it was great. And then your dad was like, "It's bad luck if you don't buy something." And I was oh, like, "Man, fuck come off. on, I don't need oh. anything." And then yeah. he was like talking about all the complaints that he's had. Oh yeah, I guess the city was giving your dad a uh, hard time about some shit. Huge, which is. <laughs> Anyway, it's the 800 bikes. It was so funny. Yeah, we were just—it was like spanning over two lawns. Man. Yeah, it was. It was uh, absolutely. He tried. He tried to sewer me. Then he tried to sell you guys shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After like, he literally hounded, he's the only phone call I answered that night. Yeah. Because he's like, you have to fucking come do this. He's like yeah. freaking out at me. He's like, oh, no one else to put up signs. And I was like, it's not my fucking yard sale. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so good. So, yo, even though we uh, we weren't able to record a draft episode, uh, Thomas, as we yeah. make our way into some draft talk here, what were oh. some of the biggest surprises from day one for you? From day one to the first round, definitely, like you mentioned earlier, the Detroit pick. It was kind of weird. Like, they... Yeah, as has been, like, said and kind of, like, justified it was basically, like, this was our guy. We wanted him no matter what. Like, we were trying to trade down. It didn't really work out because, like, the things that, like, Vancouver wanted to go up, but only if, like, Byron was still there. And they wanted Pod Colson, so they were, like, kind of getting a feel that he would drop anyways. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I guess they just didn't find one. So, like... It was a bit of a risky pick, but, like, even if they dropped down to, say, like, say that 10th overall pick and took him, it might have still been too high, but, like, what's really the value? Like, what would they have gotten back for dropping down? Like, another, like, a third-round pick or something? Like Yeah. I, I don't... It's not really... It's a, Like, you take your guy, I guess. Like, it, yeah. it's just whatever. Like, they... Dylan Cousins was still there. I really like him. Uh, Puck Olsen was already, already there. Yeah. Still there. Um... Who's another guy? Like, who went eight? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Oh, Broberg. Broberg, like, yeah. He was kind of shit, but, like... I mean, um, I would have taken Cider over Broberg, personally, but... Me, too. So, yeah. I mean, like... It's not... It's hard to say that he's the second D taken. Yeah. But, like, after Byram, there's, like, really nothing. Like, it's all kind of just a wash of, like, Soderstrom, whatever kind of stuff, but... Yeah. No, I agree. I think, like... The Soderstrom pick is interesting. Arizona was doing a bit of what I felt was a little bit of posturing. They're like, he was the guy we needed to have. We weren't leaving the draft without Soderstrom. And I'm like... so weird. Like, that's kind of their been, like, philosophy, really. Like, they're taking their guy, but it's like... And I get it, but it's just, like, too much. Like, it's like they overthink it. Yeah. They're trying to, like, outsmart all these guys, all these people. And it's like... Okay, just take, like, the best player, whatever. Like, just chill. Like, yeah. you'll all come out in the end. Like, yes. who was still available? Like, Boldy, uh, Cam York, Caulfield, Newhook, Krebs. Yeah. Like, well, we ne- Thomas Harley, really good defensive out of Mississauga. I think like, it's Harley Thomas, isn't it? 
Thomas Harley. No. Oh, okay, sorry. Just, that's what they said at the draft, so I'm not sure. Oh, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I think... Oh, yeah, yeah, that clip. That was awkward, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It's a weird pick, but, you know, now that we're kind of fleshing it out, I mean, he he's cool. I think he, like, from a personality standpoint, he seems like Detroit fans are going to absolutely love this kid. Um, although the Leafs didn't have a pick in the first round... Nicholas Robertson from Peterborough. I know a lot of Leaf fans are going absolutely apeshit about this kid. Um, and I actually had a chance to watch a few games that he played in when I was, you know, watching um, everybody's favorite son, SDA, this past year. Uh, but Nick Robertson, really, really exciting player for the Leafs to pick up. Great value at 53. What are some thoughts you have around him, Thomas? Uh, he's, like, kind of your typical, like, not power forward, but like modern day like physical winger. He's only five foot nine, but like he kind of I guess could be like a Marchand type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he I really liked it, that pick. Like he just reminds me a lot of like I know it's like typical Leafs prospect type, but like Trevor Moore, like he kind of just undersized, but still like will be super physical and, like, will get in your face but also score some sick goals. Yeah. I think he's um, almost like a more skilled Brandon Gallagher. Oh, Brandon Gallagher's sick, though. No, no, I'm not saying that Brandon Gallagher <laughs> is not sick. I'm just thinking has a bit of edge. People were saying that he's got, like, some of the best chirps, which I think is hilarious <laughs> because if you've seen yeah, this kid in interviews, he's, like, so well-spoken. Like, I could totally see him just, like, absolutely carving like, guys. pull out some, like, literature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, reference some, like, Oscar... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, dude. Well, like so, re- re- like reference some Orson Welles like on the ice, and people are just super confused. Yeah, and I think too, what's interesting, and like, I mean, obviously, this has been a big thing. Is he was born on nine eleven? Do you think it was an inside job that the Leafs drafted him at fifty three? Oh my <laughs> you know what, God! You know what? He uh, he really turns on. He really turns on the Jets. Enough, you guys. Fuel doesn't melt steel beans, right? <laughs> He really turns on those jets. Sorry, I've had one of those no-name brand beers. I'm not even fucking with you. I'm feeling a little bad right now. I've had one, so I'm basically, uh, I'm basically just, yeah, it's it's good. So um, he certainly he certainly doesn't tower over his opponents. Oh my god! Enough, <laughs> oh, you guys. And no name off call. Okay for these. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, but yeah, obviously that's been really exciting. They also were able to pick up Miko Kokinen who's a guy who I always drafted in NHL 17 and 18, oh, and he's buddy. always a top four guy, so if there's anything okay. I know about video games. I So I play this game, Eastside Hockey Manager. Ooh. It's, it's basically like, it's, it's a, the PC version of like GMO, but it's like more in depth. Yeah. People will know, like, some people will No, no, know, I'm familiar I'm with it. About. I've never played it's it, like, but I know it's about like it. Fo- yeah, it's like Football Manager, but for hockey oh yeah Mika Kokun always goes in the first round and he always ends up like I had this one really long campaign with the Leafs and he I picked him and he like turns into a hall of famer like legit wow I was like okay destiny I love it there you go destiny I like it and even some of the other picks that the Leafs made were pretty exciting as well um obviously they were able to pick up Mikhail Abramov who's a guy that I've really enjoyed watching the last couple of seasons We've also got uh, Mike Coster. So, speaking of Mike Coster, I'm writing a story on uh, Coster. I was able to talk to 
his high school coach. Oh, that's Ooh. cool. Um, so I got a little interview with him. Um, he's actually former NHLer, uh, Sabres pick, uh, Dave Snuggerud. Snuggerud. Oh, I think I've seen that name I don't know. before. Yeah, he played. He's played like three hundred games in the NHL, but oh, that's uh, not bad. Yeah, that's a good. No, it's it's a pretty good career. Yes, he played. He played on like the Olymp U.S. Olympic team, so it's like pretty good. There you go. So did um, Brad Malone, but that's cool. <laughs> I feel like he was a very Brad Malone type on this team. Which but, I can uh, appreciate. He, uh, but yeah, he was telling me all about him and, like, how, like, nice he is as a kid. Like, he was saying how, like, because he taught him as well, like, in school. Oh, like, really? So, he was saying, like, how, like, the first day in, like, he first met him in seventh grade. And the first day, like, after they were all done, he said, like, Mike said thank you. Like, to the teacher. And, uh-huh. like, no, they said that never happens, but, like... This kid was, like, really appreciative of, like, every single day. Yeah. And, like, he just seems like a nice, nice kid. And I got some inside scoop. Uh, so he's going to be playing for the Tri-City Storm next season. Yeah, USHL, right? In the USHL. Um, he was, he did play about, like, 20 games for him. He did half high school, half USHL this this past season. That's awesome. Um, but he was committed to Minnesota. People weren't sure if it was next year or whatever, but it is... Uh, 2020, 2011, or 2021, sorry, um, that he's going to go to Minnesota. So it's it's definitely a long-term plan for the Leafs, but he's like this 5'9 le- uh, left-handed defenseman that like skates like the wind, like super agile. Um, his high- Snuggerud was also telling me about how like he has like a super like competitive thing. Um, like in high school, they would be playing this like on the high school team, he'd be playing with tournaments and then, like, little, like, three-on-three, four-on-four, little, like, inside varsity tournaments or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then they would purposely put him on a weaker team because his team would always win. <laughs> and then when he was put with, like, the shittiest players, he still won. Yeah, because he was like, playing in the Minnesota high school loop, right? Yeah, that whole, like, the... So he's playing with he was playing with Chaska, which Chaska his hometown is like home of like twenty five thousand people. That's crazy. And it's like super small town. Like no one even had him on their draft boards. Really, like I was trying to look at rankings and there was like none. Yeah, that's like kind any of a... from like the big. Like I saw like I think it was like, um, Corey Proman like mentioned him once as an honorable mention or something. Yeah, but like no like central scouting, future considerations. Like no one really had him anywhere it's definitely a market inefficiency but i was seeing that a lot of smaller defensemen well maybe not a lot but definitely a few more than the lot previous years had been getting drafted and it's great too like the Leafs drafted a lot of like i think i'm taller than all of their picks which isn't saying well, they, much they didn't pick anyone over six feet and everyone's five something. and i'm about six feet so that's fair well, there you go. um but yeah no and of course they got nick abruzizi who's a pretty cool guy he's got a sick name to say so that's <laughs> cool um chicago steel guy but had been playing really well is going to play at harvard next year which is exciting yeah. and then uh they were also able to get this guy in the seventh round cali lopanen um who i follow a few uh finnish prospect guys on twitter and they all seem to think he was great value with the seventh round pick um Seems decent to me, right shot defenseman, undersized guy, uh, but overall really exciting. Thomas, when we look back yeah. on this draft in three years from now, of guys yeah. in the first round, 
do you think that there's any guys who were slated to go in the first round that ended up going in the second round that people are going to look back and be like, we fucked up? Um, I don't know about the second round. Like, Kaliev's that kind of one, that obvious one, but there's been issues with his skating, um, which is always worrisome. But I think one guy that I honestly have been loving recently... Um, there's a couple guys in the second round that I, I love, but um, the Canucks picked Niels Hoglander. Oh, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know if you saw the goal today from development camp. I know it's development camp. Uh, did you see it at all? Or? I didn't, but I've seen some interviews so, and stuff with him. It's insane. He goes, like, he beats, like, three guys, or I think it's two guys. He's left-handed, but he was on the right wing. Beats them, and then just, like, roofs the puck over the goalie's, uh, like, um inside shoulder just like on his backhand like complete like boom like just right away it's so sick. i actually think i did see that yeah but it's so I, th- I think him honestly will be a bit of surprise and be kind of like he'll go over to sweden and then suddenly he'll like put up like a point per game in the shl and be like oh sick he's really good um, um yeah cool no i was just gonna say <laughs> Um, yeah, I know a lot of people are, were excited about, uh, Hoglander, which is, which is pretty exciting. Um, I was hoping I could just quickly ask Carter a quick question here. Now, I know there was, uh, talk of P.K. Subban maybe coming to play for the Leafs. Um, how apeshit would you have gone if he had got traded to the Leafs rather than getting traded to New Jersey the way it ended up happening? Ape shit in a good way or bad way? Well, I just know you're not a big fan of the player, but now that we are a Leafs podcast... Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Thomas and I, when, when there was rumblings uh, about uh, him getting traded, I was like, Carter's going to go fucking nuts. Yeah, that's why Carter is. didn't show up tonight, because <laughs> Ben was going to be Leafs. Um, um, no, what I, were your thoughts on the trade, Carter? Um I don't know, like, Subban might do well there. Like, uh, it, like Hughes, obviously, like, there's going to be buzz around New Jersey, and Subban seems to be following buzz around his whole career. Yeah. So it seems like a good PR move for him. Um, but probably, though. I mean, he's going to be in one of the, or close to one of the biggest uh, hockey markets, uh, being closer yeah. to New York. And yeah. obviously Jack Hughes is... There's gonna, gonna just be, increase that, you know, American yeah, born player doing well there. A big spotlight on it. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just I can't stand. I can't stand. You know. But I like, know you're not. You don't like the player but and how he plays. If have I gone on my like if he was on the wing rant on this podcast yet? Yeah, we've yeah. talked about it before. Yeah. I think if he's not some of the things that he lacks defensively, he makes up for offensively. But. Uh, Thomas, what were your uh, what were your kind of big takeaways from the trade, and and did the uh, Nashville Predators just get absolutely fucking hosed with this trade? Well, it's it all depends what their next moves are. Like it's kind of like it was reported that New Jersey was the only team that was going to take his complete his full cap it, and so Toronto, and Vancouver were trying to get them Nashville to retain at least like a good portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I guess it frees up a ton. Like, it was $9 yeah, million. Yeah, that's bucks. all it was, like, was a salary dump. Like, yeah. Well... If you if you view it as that, then it's, like, kind of hard to see. But especially where it's, like, Subin had a really bad year last year. Yeah, it's terrible. But he's, but he's, like, slated to come back because, like, 
his on-ice shooting percentage was, like, so bad. Like, people were just unlucky around him. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's a matter of fact that he's going to bounce back, I think. He'll get more minutes. He'll get ample opportunity in New Jersey, especially playing with those young forwards. Like, I'm pretty sure him and Hall, together on the ice, they'll be, like, it'll be, like, more a five-man unit with him, Hall, and I don't know who will be on PK, PK's side, but I, I feel like they might put him with Will Butcher. That'd be interesting. That's who I, I was think. thinking. Um, I like Especially, Will Butcher What if, like, Ty Smith comes? Yeah, potentially. I could see that Ty happening, Smith's too. Really um, but, yeah, I think it's just, like, a kind of win for New Jersey because you get a player, he might decline, but, like, you need to put butts in seats. So, like, and Subin does that. And it, if this all results in... Hall sticking around for a couple more years because he was a UFA after next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has one of his best friends through the business on his team now. So it's like, might as well stick around for at least the extra two years that he's there. Yeah. Um, so maybe you'll see Hall sign extension um, mid-season or something, like four years or something like that. Um, Did we look at the lineups for New Jersey? I don't know if they well, have you, you a have like, projected lineup necessarily, but what I was going to say, Thomas, too, is is that I think it's important to have, you know, one of the most prominent black athletes in the world, especially in hockey, in an area like New Jersey that has had yeah. challenges attracting uh, different types of fans, right? And I think that that's going to be exciting with respect to growing the game and getting a yeah. new... And it's kind of it's kind of perfect timing because New Jersey's getting good and, like, the New Jersey Rangers, like, the Devils-Rangers rivalry is going to be insane now because the Rangers have made a lot of moves. But, like, yeah. especially when it comes to the Devils, you have this team that's kind of on the decline, getting older, and then you're getting kind of this injection of first overall picks. You'll have Hughes more in the spotlight because Subban will be on there. Um, and you'll just, like, kind of get more attention like league-wide like the casual hockey fan might tune into more devils games now kind of they're the team to watch um and it's kind of coming up with they're kind of actually being good you know yeah absolutely carter's just on daily face-off right now um which is brought to you by uh the nation network just a quick (laughs) fyi uh for those of you people who are not already on board with us but um yeah carter is looking at projections here of Jack Hughes centering Taylor Hall and Jesper Bratt. My thought would be is that he sure would play top, um, like on the, the with, Hall. with Hall, and then maybe put Jack Hughes in a uh, more of a an isolated role. Now I'll ask you this, Carter and Thomas: Do you guys think that given Jack Hughes isn't quite as big as a guy like Capocacco who is expected to be playing? Uh, on the first line in New York, yeah. right out of the gate. Do you think that he's going to have trouble adapting to that game, Thomas, just based on his size? Do you think they have to put him um, in a role that is going to have him seeing less and less five-on-five five and more of like a guy driving the power play for the first little bit, or what do you think? Me or Thomas? Either Carter, or. You could go. Go ahead, Carter. Um, I don't think so. Like, it, 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 was a, it was a small draft this year, like... Um, Tarkat that went to LA was small. Yeah. Um, Kako's not even that much bigger than 
Hughes's. Like, yeah, I guess like with skates on. Yeah, like the, six like two if you looked at five eleven or however tall Hughes isn't that big of a deal. Yes, yeah, it wasn't that crazy of a switch. Yeah. Um, and then you have um, uh, Cofield, who's what five seven, five eight. Yeah. Um, five, so seven. it was a small draft, like in. I think it's like becoming a small like man's game again. Like it's, which is exciting. It's exciting because, but it's exciting. And it's terrifying because you have these guys that are like, doing, like they they're skating around with their head down again. Like it's yeah. That's and so true. that's there's no like there's no huge enormous hits anymore, like all of the time how it used to be right. So these yeah. guys that are smaller are able to survive in the game right. Like that's why you're seeing, like these shorter guys that are able to come in and make an impact um, and do their thing. Like, that's why you see guys like Patty Kane being able to do his thing. Like, and I know everyone, like, gives him a hard time for his height, but, like, he dominates the ice whenever he's on the ice, right? Yeah, that's true. And I I don't really buy into the whole Hughes being, like, like, another Patrick Kane. I think they're just comparing him, like, based on size alone. I don't think they play too similarly. Yeah. But I feel like Hughes doesn't need to play an isolated role just because of how the game's evolving and developing. Like, he gets yeah. to play his style of hockey no matter how many inches he has, you know? Fair enough. What do you think, Thomas? Yeah, like, I, in the end, like, it's hard to say that it will really matter. Maybe we'll see, like, a big hit come out of the gate, like, in the first couple games or something, but... By Capo Caco. Yeah, exactly. And he's just like, I just got to New York. <laughs> this is a beautiful yeah. city. And then just fucks him up. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> but, uh... No, I don't, I don't think they'll be, like, too bad. Like, uh... I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, Hughes is just really good. And kind of people will see that. Because he kind of had, like, a... On the international tournaments that people can't, did see him... He kind of sucked, so... But he was also injured, and... He was injured, and... Exa- exactly. He has the summer to, like, recover and kind of get healthier and kind of skate more, so... I could see that, like, people will get surprised by him in New Jersey in general, but, like... I don't think you really need to, like, protect him, really. Like, he's... It's not, like, a Johnny Gaudreau situation, even though when Johnny Gaudreau came in, he was, like, four years older, and... Um, he was just, uh, oh, okay. Uh, and then there was just a trade. Um, Whoa, who got traded? Uh, it's like a nothing trade. Uh, well, still tell Eric, me. Eric Halla got <laughs> traded. Oh, Eric Halla. Eric Halla, who died playing the Leafs. Um, yes. Got traded for prospect Nicholas Roy from the Hurricanes. That's not bad. Nicholas Roy's a decent prospect. And Eric Halla needed to be moved so that the Golden Knights could free up some cap space. Uh, any news about Colin Miller getting traded to the Leafs? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. At least we know... Uh... Oh, yeah. Like, Nick... Oh, God. I'm reading kind of more stuff into it. Nick Roy, like... It's kind of bad. <laughs> what do you do? Kill a guy on a can-am or what? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> I was just looking at pictures of the fucking kid. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, that. there's actually bad news. He actually uh, ran over Martin Nikash with the fucking can am in training camp, so. <laughs> no, that'd be more Patrick Roy, but it's okay. Uh, it's pronounced Wah. I, I can't believe I said Patrick Roy. <laughs> yeah, I was I, gonna uh, say. I know, I'm kind of bummed that you did that, but I'm not editing it, editing it out. It's okay. Patrick Wah. Yo, can Wah. we. Uh, 
just this is an English podcast. Um, just quickly wanted to bring up uh, the idea of crashing a vehicle. Um, it's interesting how everybody forgot that Ryan O'Reilly crashed into a Tim Hortons. <laughs> no, the people that I follow did not forget. <laughs> okay, because I'm seeing a lot of love for him these days, and I'm like, y'all forget that he crashed into a fucking Tim Hortons and walked away, right, when he was drunk? It's like, I, I had a, I was really bored one night. Um, I think it was during game seven, actually. Yeah. But, uh, oh, Fern. Okay. Fernie. Um, but it was basically like, I, I photoshopped the Tim Hortons logo oh, into, no. it said Ryan O'Reilly Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> <laughs> and like in the lettering and everything. Did you tweet it? I don't think I saw that. I tweeted it, then I deleted it. <laughs> I love that. That would have been and funny. It was also really bad because I did the Photoshop like on my phone. Oh, nice. Just a quick, a quick story about Ryan O'Reilly, who I will give him credit where credit's due is unreal in the playoffs. Ryan O'Reilly um, a good hockey used player. to have a bunch of buddies that are from the Barrie area who he played junior with when he played for Erie. And one time we were at a bar, the bank, if you're familiar with nice. it. Nice. Uh, it's no longer the bank. It's called Hooligans now. Um, but we were at the bar, you know, just chilling with some people, and he bought the entire bar shots. Oh, wow. The guy's a fucking legend. That is legend. Just wanted to let you guys know the story. I didn't drink at the time because I was a pussy, but... Uh, just... <laughs> no, I'm just joking. You're living life the right way. That's right, right absolutely. <laughs> um Yo, as we move along here, I did want to quickly touch on our friend Roberto Luongo announcing his retirement oh, today. Yeah. Um, it's about time. R.I.P. Yeah, I mean, okay. I think it's the right move. Um, it's going to allow James Reimer to become the starting goaltender for the Florida Panthers this upcoming season, which is, I think, the right move. What do you think, Thomas? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Bobrovsky's going to Florida. Um, but I think it, I mean, it's definitely crazy to think like Luongo, like just such an amazing goaltender. I know the last couple of years have been riddled with injuries. Um, but that, uh, that post that he wrote uh, and put it on NHL.com at, you know, whatever it was, two o'clock this afternoon was really heartfelt. And it also didn't come off as one of those like Players Tribune articles that are absolutely not written by the players. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. felt, oh it felt really like heartfelt and sincere. Um, do you know anything about this cap recapture thing that's going on with Vancouver and Thomas? Could you explain what that is to yeah. the peeps? So it's, because if he had one of those weird backloaded contracts, um, it's kind of like Shea Weber's. Um, if he retires, the team that signed it and also the team that currently employs him have a cap recapture penalty. Yeah. Um, so he retired. So as of right now, the Canucks have will have three years at just over, it's like 3.03 million on their cap. When the while the Panthers have like I think it's one point seven, something like that on their cap, just yeah. as like a penalty for like, I guess signing this contract or having it, because it's like this weird like really long one of those really bad contracts before the cap was in, implemented and, um, or no, is I don't know, it was before the new CBA right. right. So how many years um, early did you ret- retire from his contract? Three years. Yeah, right. it was three. Yeah. You had three years yeah. left. So. It's not that bad, honestly, in Vancouver's situation. I was kind of tweeting about it earlier, but, like, 
They were going to sign Tyler Myers to like a $7 million contract, which is, would have been terrible. And they would have regretted it like next year or even during this season. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like, so with this and like, they still have a bunch of RFAs like Levo, Goldobin and De- and Brock Besser will take up like half of their, um, they have like 15.5 um, million in cap space now. Are you factoring in Zaitsev getting traded there or no? <laughs> No, so that's the good okay, thing for the you. Leafs also, because now Vancouver's like, oh no, we need another right shot D, but we only have this much cap space, so we can't sign him on the free agency. Yeah. And then Toronto and Dubas will be like, hey, we have one. And you're so, like, can you just trade us? Oh no, I guess they can't trade the rights for like an RFA that they didn't sign yesterday. I'm just hoping the Leafs get Marcus Granlund. God no! Why the fuck? Because no. he seems friendly, dude. No, it's dude, not he's always so about bad. stats, man. He's so bad. He's such a stats uh, guy. He's such Thomas. a fucking stats guy, Thomas. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not that bad. Like, <laughs> just I would love it. have Levo come back. How about Leipzig come back? Hey, he's a UFA. There you go. Yeah, Leipzig and Dimitri Yaskin on the bottom six. Oh, That's what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> So should we move to to free agents now? Yeah, because um, I'm just going to be very real with you, dude. I don't think I have the energy to talk about the Marlowe trade or Mitch Marner. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they paid a first-round pick. It wasn't too bad because who cares about a first-round pick? Yeah. If, um, it, they don't really... They could still fill up the prospect pool with their... Now, they still have like eight picks next year. Yeah. They're just Columbus stockpiling just, all these late picks. Columbus just needed a tear mopper for the, for the summertime. Oh, my God. Straight up. Yo, if they can somehow get... What the fuck are you doing? Us? Yeah. Oh, nothing. We're just moshing. <laughs> um, if the Leafs can somehow draft... For the culture, bro. Uh, Askarov next year, um, well, then we're in a good Why spot. the Leafs... I think he's going like top. Dude, he's going five, top five honestly. for sure. But uh, wishful thinking, maybe he'll get <laughs> Timothy Liljegren mono or something. Yeah, um, yeah we should. And, and as far as the Marner stuff goes, I'm just going to be like super honest with you. Um, today, I was thinking about writing a diss track about Darren Ferris, <laughs> uh, and I might still write it. But basically, like, here's the deal: Darren Ferris is a fucking punk. If I saw him on the street, I'd take off my flip-flop and I'd whip it at his big, stupid fucking head. And then I would say, Darren Ferris, you're like a Ferris wheel that doesn't stop. You feel me? Wow. Yeah, man. That's that's some powerful Just think stuff. about it, bro. I feel it's like we're like on slam poetry night. Dude, I, I'll slam poetry. Darren slam, Ferris. Slam poetry his fucking face. Yeah, man. I'll be like, Darren Ferris. It's not my fault your wife makes you sleep on the couch because you got a weird dick. <laughs> I don't know. I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. Um, but anyway, Darren Ferris. This Mitch Marner shit is stressing me the fuck out. But at Dude. the same time, I also am like, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. It's so entertaining, though. Like, every day there's something new. And, like, everyone's saying, like, oh, that's actually not true. And then next day it's like, oh, he's actually going to, like... Sign for a billion dollars, don't you know? This like, yeah, tomorrow Gregor stuff is so funny, dude. If you look at his at replies anytime he tweets out anything about Mitch Marner, it's just people saying, thanks, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fucking dying. It's so funny. Can you see Fern in the... Uh, no, we don't have the oh. video pulled up. We just got Garage Band pulled up. 
Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so let's move on yeah. to... I want to do a quick little game with you guys if you're down. Yeah. Um, I'm going to list the top 50 free agent from a website by TSN. Maybe you've heard of them. Sorry, I didn't have anything Nation Network plugged there. Sorry, Thomas. Uh, Puckpedia. Puckpedia, yes. <laughs> there you go. We're actually just using Puckpedia. Yeah, we don't use NHL numbers anymore, right? No. <laughs> no. And this stupid site called CF. What the fuck? Okay, so I'm going to list a free agent, and you guys will tell me where you think they're going to land. I'll okay. be bad at this game. This is going to be fun. It's okay. Just say a random city. Artemi Panarin. Carter, you go first. Oh, Panarin. Where do you think he lands? Boston. Boston. Gee, what the Yeah, fuck? you're really thinking of a random team yeah, there, right? No, I, I don't know where he goes. Like, I, I don't know where Panarin goes. I just I'm, feel like Boston would like to pick up their socks after need, like, losing to St. Louis. They a bit more top six scoring, so yeah. I get the idea. Don't know how they would make that work with the cap. They with, won't. They couldn't. With our boy uh, <laughs> McAvoy needing to resign. What do you think, Thomas? I'm thinking, okay, I'm between two teams. It's the Rangers or the Isles. Wow, not I want to say... I want to say the Islanders, and they'll give them the C after Anders Lee leaves. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say the Rangers because I think they got, like, C-S-K-A-N-Y-R going on there right go. now with all the Russians <laughs> they've got, which is kind of cool. Like, Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, I like love Kravstov, yeah. Shostyrkin, Rykov. Um, Adam Adam Foxkov, maybe you've heard of Bushnevich. him. Bushnevich. Um, Kako now. Kako's finished, but, but it's fine. But I'm just saying. But like, I'm just saying they're all Eastern European ass. They're all the same, right? Yeah, they all, they all, all the look same. the same. They all look the same. Blonde eyes. Blonde eyes. Blonde eyes. They're all the same. Okay, uh, Panarin. I think is going to New York. For the record. Okay. Matt Duchesne, Carter. No, I don't even know. Thomas? Your team. I think he could feasibly go to the Habs. Yeah. He he met with the Habs. Yeah, well, he he loves he Ottawa. Like, he didn't want to leave, like, he didn't want to leave well, Ottawa, like, the city. He wants to be close to Halliburton. And we all yeah. know it's, it's going to be Nashville. It's like 100%. Yeah, he's going to Nashville. He's going to Nashville. You know what, like, my chicken fried? That's country music. Oh, no. There you go. Um, cool beer on a Friday night. Wow, good singing, Thomas. There you go. Maybe stick to playing bass, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, I played in a country band, and they asked me to sing, and I said, fuck. Man. Yeah, they were just pandering to you because you had a PA or something. You Listen, oh, yeah. dude, I, I can tell gear. you I with complete confidence, I let dudes into bands that I started if they had a jam spot and a PA. I didn't even care if they played their dude. instrument. Yeah. I'm just telling you. There's a guy that none of our, like, HC friends except baby Craig Blankhorn would know who I'm talking about, but there was a guy who played in one of my bands, Shut Eyes, who uh, couldn't play bass to save their life, Jeff Ostertag, and we continued to let him be in the band because he had a jam spot, and that guy's a fucking prick, so I don't even care. So, if you're so he doesn't listen. Yeah. We love you. Here's a move. Uh, Here's a move. I gotta get this off my chest. I've never talked about this on the podcast before. This fucking guy invited me to his wedding and not Robin, even though we were all friends, and then didn't even invite Carter to the wedding. Yeah. It's the greasiest are, move. Are you inviting him to the, your wedding? I was thinking oh of inviting God. him and then texting him and being like, yo, sorry, dude, you can't come. Yeah, you can't bring Tara. Yeah, sorry. Just say, 
Just say you're on the second list. That's like the yeah, list. you're on the uh, backup list. The B list. And yeah, when you're, you're planning that. a wedding, I'm just being totally real now. Um, sometimes you just invite people that you know is are going to give you money, and that's <laughs> that's a problem. It's not how you yeah. should look at things. But he's a fucking chump. Um, speaking of fucking chumps, where does Sergey Bobrovsky land, Thomas? Florida. Carter? It's known. You think Florida too? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say the Islanders. Oh. Because they need goaltending, and I could see it happening. Like, I think Panarin and Bobrovsky could feasibly both go to Florida, or they could both go to the Islanders. And I think whoever goes, so Bobrovsky goes to Florida. Yeah. And then I think Leonard stays in Long Island. But if it's the opposite, then I think Leonard just goes to Florida. I could like, see Leonard going to Calgary, like, too. Yeah, that's true. Or, you know, you know who needs goaltending and it's not that far away? Your New Jersey Devils! <laughs> there you go. No, he would love Calgary because it's the super uh, the conservative Alberta. True. All that oil money, he would love Yo, it. Yeah, but Schneider is uh, objectively not a good goalie anymore. So, just want to get that yeah. off my checks. I do think Mackenzie Blackwood, Blackwood, Blackwood <laughs> of your Barry Colts uh, could be a starter there at some point, but I think they need uh, somebody for the time being. What do you think? Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, Daddy. They, they could use someone, like, short-term. Like, just a stopgap. That's why I don't think they'll be on anyone big. Yeah. Depends on what Leonard wants, if he just wants three years or whatever. Um, we'll see. I feel like someone will sign Leonard to like a crazy deal and be like, okay, and then he'll suck shit next year. Okay, the next guy on our list, Tyler Myers, Vancouver, right? Sure. I think we're all no. Please God, no. Where do you think? I, I don't want to. I don't want to have to watch. I want Tyler you to Myers. write about it all the time, Thomas. No, don't do that to me. Yeah, I'm gonna say Detroit. I could see him going to Detroit. Yeah, they like big right-handed defensemen because they drafted, like, six of them. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. That could be interesting. Okay, what about Anders Lee? Chicago is what people seem to be saying. I'm going to say Minnesota. Ooh, Minnie would be interesting, although Minnesota doesn't need another left-handed forward because they've (laughs) got about fucking 12 of them. There's currently one guy on their entire roster of forwards that shoots right-handed. Holy shit. Hey, that that was the same with Detroit. Luke Coonan. There you go. Yeah. What a name. But it sounds like they Coonan get another (laughs) Don't say, don't, oh my God. (laughs) That was bad. I might have to believe that. that. (laughs) Believe what? That was good. That was good. Okay. I said they. We, I wasn't. <laughs> come on, dude. I'd never use the bad word. Um, how about Joe Pavelski? People were saying oh. that maybe he goes to Dallas or Chicago. I don't know how Chicago makes that happen in the cap, but it'd be interesting to see him in Dallas. Dallas could be interesting because they yeah. need some yeah. top six scoring. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know how Chicago keeps doing this shit. Like honestly, like I guess we could just briefly head over the Dahan trade, but like holy shit. Or the Mata trade. I mean, unless yeah, you like don't think it matters getting, to like, talk about it. Like, they're just like, oh, yeah, like, here, help us, because we're, like, a former dynasty that is now shit. So it's like, oh, yeah, you'll just give us, like, your really good defense. Do you think Stan like, Bowman just nothing? has, like, 
nudes of all these guys. <laughs> like he's got 100%. he's got like nudes of Rob Brindamore. He's like, I don't know, Rob the Bod. Sounds like you're yeah. sending over Calvin to That's like, my dad. Don. One of my dad's jokes is always, oh, he, they must have pictures of him fucking a goat or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. He has pictures of like Don Waddell wearing a turtleneck with nothing else. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> love that. So therefore, he's wearing tur- two turtlenecks. Right? Oh my god! Is that a penis show? And you have to, and he has to bleep out his pun. Yeah, yeah, and I have to bleep out the word "coonin." Okay, buddy. Okay. Um, okay, so Joe Pavelski. But I don't think he's going back to San Jose. No. And if he doesn't go back to San Jose, do you think uh, Marlo gets a letter when he goes back after he gets bought out? <laughs> Uh, yeah, obviously. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, Marcus Johansson. Hmm. I can see Carolina. I could see San Jose. No, uh, yeah. Because, or another team... But do they have space? After Carlson, and they'll have to sign Thornton. I don't know. Carlson's going back to Ottawa, everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, dude, don't you know, dude? He's yeah. going back to Ottawa, <laughs> dude. In a trade, right? Yeah. In a trade, uh, potentially. But no, I the reason I say Johansson is because if the Sharks lose Junis Donksoy, um, I could absolutely see him being like a top nine kind of guy. Yeah, that's true. Okay. They're, they do have a lot of people coming off the books. What about Jake? Well, they have to sign Meyer. So. Yeah, that's true, too. Sign Meyer and, LeBa- and for, former Barry Colt, Kevin LeBaul. Kevin LeBaul. Um, what do you think about Jake Gardner? There's no way the Leafs can keep him, right? No, no. I wish they could, but there's no way. Or if they want to um, keep Marner, they can't. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to say Gardner yeah. on the Detroit Red Wings. I've been hearing that, and I don't I don't know if he'll go there. Like, they already have a lot of, like, in one of money locked in up, one of my but it's not for long term. In one of my be a GM modes, I traded him to Detroit for like two second round picks, and he yeah. was like a seventy point guy. Oh wow! I think it'd be a good move for Detroit, kind of like just add. He's probably the best free agent option for them. Yeah, because um, they're not getting anyone big, um, and everyone's older, so they're not going to sign to Detroit because they want to win. Um, it's not too far from Toronto, too, like, so, because he wants to kind of stay in the area. I could see that happening. You know what would really suck? I just realized. What's that? you go to Buffalo. Yeah, potentially. He'd be, like, a top-pairing guy there. Dude, he'd be, like, the best defense with Buffalo. With and yeah. getting moved to Tampa Bay, allegedly. Um, last person I wanted to talk about, and, of course, we're going to have a series of free agency episodes into the summer and I think we'll probably do what we did last year we'll spend like one episode on three or four teams and do a bit of a season preview yeah, for we'll, we'll do our Just Win Baby and we'll we'll live podcast Thomas oh, getting yeah. his tattoo yes that's right <laughs> no, we're all good we are yeah. getting them um, last person I was thinking about was Matt's Zuccarello what do you guys think about Zook I think he stays in Dallas what do you think Carter I don't know where he goes. I think Zuccarello, um, you know, it's a team we haven't talked about, was Colorado. Yeah. Because they've just yeah, they they've a- just freed up all this cap space. I don't think they're going to get Panarin, 
And I don't know if that's the guy they were unloading for. I would assume that they'd want to make a pitch of some kind. But any of the kind of guys that we've talked about, I could see a couple of them ending up in Colorado because of their cap space now. Yeah, they have a ton of space. so, And they'll kind of go for short term because they have a bunch of guys. Like if Byron plays this year and then McCarr and they have a bunch of guys kind of will be coming up on say, contracts. So. Their, their blue line is going to be interesting this year it's with McCarr. Be, it's be yeah, it's, it already is insane. They're going to be gross. Do you think Barry gets moved? I think so. There's just no room for him. Eric Johnson was better than him like this past season. Yeah. So they have like McCarr, him, and... You don't want to put Barry on the third line, so you could probably get a decent like assets for him. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of get go for like a like as I know Jason Zucker's name's been around, but a Jason Zucker type who's like contract is like three, four years. Kind of get just like get it going for a little short term kind of jolts, especially but they're so good already. Yeah, that they're getting these young players. Well, they're gonna be insane. And in a position where they're already making the playoffs, making the second round, yeah, and then they're getting more, more, more. Like, they're not losing. <laughs> they're not losing anyone. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree with it's that. It's mental. They're gonna turn into like, I don't know. It's gonna be like Av Avs Bolts Stanley Cup final forever. Yeah, I think they're gonna be really good, man. They're it's gonna, gonna be, be like the '96 Avalanche all over again. And even if, like, I mean, I really like Connor Timmins, and I hope he's back. I know he was out most of this past year with a concussion, but he's a guy that I think is sneaky underrated, man. Second round pick, I think Connor Timmins could be a real difference maker for that blue line as well. Um, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Thomas, as we wind down, what do we got in the mailbag? Mailbag, okay. One sec, I have to grab my charger, my laptop's going to Okay, cool. Now, I'm so just, just yeah. I'm going to be editing this episode on my iPad so I don't have all the samples necessary. Uh, to some of our new listeners, we used to have a, a mailbag. To. We used to have a mailbag <laughs> sample that we used uh, every time we did the mailbag, but... I think we're going to get Thomas to make us a new mailbag sample, so... It's just going to be the Seinfeld theme song. <laughs> mailbag. Mailbag. What do you got? Okay. From Casey. Long-time listener. Oh, what's up, Casey? Uh, from Case at Casey on the go. How bad did the Kevin Hayes contract fuck up the market this summer? Very bad. I'm not, like, super, like, I'm probably higher on Kevin Hayes than a lot of people. I really like Kevin Hayes, but seven and a half million dollars is a lot of fucking money for so Kevin much, Hayes, man. and I think it's gonna, it's gonna definitely fuck with the market. Um, I thought, I thought him even going to Philly was, was kind of a strange move. But, um, I mean... But when someone, like, gives you 50 million bucks... Yeah, how are you going to say no to that? Like, he got <laughs> yeah. paid and good on him, but definitely unexpected. What did you think about the Kevin Hayes trade? Uh, the trade itself was whatever, but the signing... Uh, I guess it makes sense for Philly. Like, not really, but you have to pay people a lot to really want to be on the Flyers. Yeah. So, I mean, why not, really? They had to make it... Yeah, absolutely. They were going to have to do pay something. regardless. Yeah, I agree. Like, they made that terrible Gudis Niskanen trade, which I just remembered about. 
Yeah, um, that's a bad trade, too. I don't know what the fuck Philly's doing. I don't know, Philly, man. Not a lot um, of it's making sense, though. But yeah, Kevin Hayes kind of ruined everything. Um, from Totally Offside, good friend of the show. Love T.O. Uh, T.O. I just, I know it's totally offside. I just love saying T.O. T.O., man. Hopefully that's T.O. What's up, T.O.? T.O. T.O. <laughs> okay. Who would win in a street fight? Mitch Marner or Sebastian Ajo? It's <laughs> a oh, great question. Yeah. Who would win it? What do you think, Carter? Ajo. I think Ajo for sure, yeah. You think Ajo would win? You heard that, Cooper? Ajo, yeah. Oh, yeah, Cooper Ajo. says Ajo, so. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, Mitch kind of strikes me as the type who. Mitch like has a, the reach. Maybe. They're about the same height. Uh, Mitch just seems like Aho's like 6'1". Yeah. Mitch is just lanky. Oh, Aho's a bit bigger. Yeah, so probably Aho. Um, I don't know about you guys, but maybe Aho could beat some sense into Mitch Marner and get him to sign that fucking DLA. Multiple teams. Yeah, I don't. Ugh, that bums <laughs> me out. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Coop's down here showing us that uh, Mitch Marner has been uh, approached by several teams. Yeah. Oh, that's Duchesne met with the Habs. And Duchesne met with the Habs, which we talked about already. Dude, you got to be down here earlier when we start recording. <laughs> I was balling. I, right? I was balling. A little ball hockey. Out of boy. Had a hat trick. No big deal. Whatever. Six goals. <laughs> not, a, not, not an issue at all for this guy. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I think Ajo but, beats but, the fucking But Mitch Marner, because he's shifty and creative, he might fight dirty. Yeah, maybe. There you go. A little agile yeah. motherfucker. They're like, by God, that's Darren Ferris's music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And he can get his dad to beat, beat Ajo's dad. My dad could beat up your and dad. And Paul Marner's like, I don't think so. <laughs> um, yo, how funny was it when Ajo was calling uh, Justin Williams his daddy? <laughs> oh, it's great. I love all I, the fits. I remember watching that game live because I was watching the Canes and I was like, oh, sick. Yeah, I love that. It's a good okay. style. Another one from Joshua Howe at Havolution. Oh, hi, Joshua. If you, could, if you could speak dog, but only just long enough to tell your pup a single <laughs> sentence, what would it be? Oh, good question. Carter, you take that as one all first. As all dog owners. Um, uh, oh, I don't even know. Cofield's going to turn us around. (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting one. I think for me, I would probably... We're still having a couple potty training issues with Puck. So I'd say, um, you know, if you got to pee, don't pee on the floor. Okay, that's a good one. Like, hear me, bro. Don't pee on the floor. Yeah, oh yeah, mine... Okay, I didn't know it didn't have to... It didn't have to be hockey... What would you tell Fern? Fern, like, seems like a sweet little baby angel. Fern just, like, freaks out that stuff. Yeah, Balto freaks out of the door. I, I would just, like, stop, like, freaking out about loud noises. Yeah, I, I retract my answer, and I would tell Balto, it's okay, people come through the front door. It's a normal <laughs> thing. <laughs> That's a good one. It's yeah. okay, people walk through this door to see us. Yeah. Thunder, it won't hurt you. Thunder won't hurt you. There you go. Is that it for the mailbag, um, or do you got any more? No, there's another one. Ooh. I know, we got a loaded mailbag. Love it. All this, we, we should uh, take a month off. All this TLN money's coming through, and <laughs> yeah. look at us now. Uh, on a scale of one... Oh, sorry. This is from the Leafs IMO at the Leafs IMO. Oh, what's up, Michael? 
Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how disappointing will this offseason be? Fuck. I guess we're talking about Leaf specifically. Specifically. If this Marner thing drags out any longer... Dude, it's going to be so annoying. Yeah. yeah. Like I know, I know I already said it's entertaining, but it's like, to a point, it's just the same stuff regurgitated but, constantly. Yeah. At least like... At least today there's news because he's actually like meeting with teams. But he's gonna be meeting with teams also. Like it's, it's ridiculous because now, like even because of all the buzz around it, no matter what the outcome is, Toronto's not gonna be happy. Yeah, straight and, up. And there, well, yeah, someone's that's someone's gonna have something shitty to say whether he signs, whether he doesn't sign. It's either too much money or too little money or yeah, he shouldn't have gone there. Like it's they're gonna find something. It's now. just like there's no way he's not gonna sign. He's going to sign for, like, a team-friendly deal. So the options are, like, he gets overpaid either via op- matching an offer sheet or just forcing Dubas' hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is... Uh, he gets yeah. he gets traded to a team where, like, people will be freaking out about the return but then, like, not put into context where, like, you just... We couldn't sign him, so we're getting as much value as you can. Like, I was... I know we're, like, armchairing GMing this shit, but, like... I was talking to my dad earlier today. He was texting me back and forth. He was like, any update on Marner? I was like, no, I don't, I'm don't. i not hearing it. You're like, yeah, dad, I got a fucking inside source. <laughs> I got an inside source. Um, I got Paul on my phone. But we, I was saying, I was like, how much sense would it make sense? Like, they were in on Aaron Ekblad at the trade deadline. How much, like, it would make sense just to give him to Florida. I just think we got to see where things play like, out it, at this point. I think, like... I don't have any inside source on things, but a girl I work with used to get her nails done at this place that Barney, Bonnie Marner used to get her nails at, and <laughs> oh, allegedly, he likes being a Maple Leaf. And I mean, if we keep, you know, and, and I mean, by all accounts, he loves being a Maple Leaf. He could be one of the best Maple Leafs of all time if things go the way that, you know, everyone wants them to. He's, at some yeah. point or another, just got to shit or get off the pot. Oh, yeah. And I said the same thing about the fucking Nylander stuff. And the Nylander stuff put my brain in a fucking oh, pretzel fuck. about if a I see another times. leaf go into October, I'm never... I'm never saying the word... It's, I'm, never, not gonna... I'm never saying the word again. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we just have to see something next week. Like, so Monday's July 1st. Yeah. Um, we'll figure it out. I guess that by the time of next episode, we'll hopefully have an answer to all this bullshit, which is kind of exciting because it's just a week away. But, man, like, I'm just so tired of it already. There's something, quickly, I wanted to point out that uh, Mike Stevens wrote yesterday um, on theleafsnation.com. Check it out. Um, which is a really interesting article about uh, Dar- Darren Ferris and, like, some of the tactics that he uses and I know, I think it was Kevin Papetti uh, had put some stuff on Twitter that was, like, kind of outlining how, like, we've gone through this shit with him before um, because, you know, we've seen this with some of his other clients, Andreas Athanasiu, we've seen it with Josh Anderson. Josh so Anderson. these are things that we're going to have to look at, but take a look at that article there um, and, and take a look at it because I think for a lot of people, myself included, um, I don't want to think about a world that Mitch Marner isn't in, but at the same time, Carter's, like, dying of laughter right now, I don't know why. I'll show you guys that. He's gonna show me after. Oh, um, but anyways, this is where we're at. Uh, to answer Michael's original question, I just think <laughs> we gotta fucking get past this quick. 
Like, I don't want to still be talking about this on our next episode next week. I'm fucking over it. That's the thing. Straight up. I'm hopefully we can just, like, touch on it be like, this happened. This is what it yeah. means. Sick. We're done with this. Person. Absolutely. That's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So we'll see where things go, but here we are. Listen, um, we got to wind down. We got an hour and 20 minutes. There you go. Solid 80 minutes of posers um, for the first time in a month. Yeah. We yeah. will be back next week. We're going to have a breakdown of some of the big free agency signings. There's going to be a lot of transactions. Yeah. And that's the that's the best time of the year, really. Yep. And that's all we can ask for. We're going to be looking at uh, going back to an episode every week moving forward. Uh, special thanks to theleafsnation.com. Uh, big fan of them, and I think you will be too. Uh, Carter, where can people find your stuff? Are you still uh, like on your Chris Killingsworth bullshit on the internet right now? I am. You can find me at uh, Carter Lupel on LinkedIn. <laughs> there you go. You guys can email me, carter.lupel at gmail.com. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, there you go. I just send you a picture. Can you get all like sign, <laughs> just sign them up for all the porn shit. Oh, yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. Please. <laughs> I need all the help. Please. I <laughs> Uh, you can follow me on uh, social media. I'm back on my bullshit. I think I'm here for good, at least for a few months. We'll see where I'm at. Uh, it's just my name, Christopher Killingsworth, but without any vowels, because vowels are dumb. Yeah, Wait, It's cool to not use vowels. Yeah, dude. Christopher, sorry, Christopher Killings, not Killingsworth. No vowels. Oh, yeah. At Christopher Killings. No okay. vowels. No vowels. Wow. Vowel. You're so hard. It's actually cool, dude. I've actually been listening to a lot of Billie Eilish recently, so this kind of causing sad. me to act it out fits, a little bit. It fits, yeah. <laughs> act out a little bit. <laughs> you know the song where she's like, she goes, I'm going to go up to the mic and this. I'm a bad guy. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Duh. Well, spot on. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love that song. It's a big tune. Uh, I guess that's going to be our intro song. Potentially. I don't even know if there will be an intro song, given that I'm using an iPad to edit this episode. So. <laughs> no, are we allowed to have intro songs anymore? Yeah. Are we? Do we have to do like... Uh, no, we're allowed. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Hosers is brought to you by... If we do ...theleafsnation.com. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, that shit's cool. <laughs> I think Mike Stevens would love that. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> shout out Mike. Yo, shout out um, the. I mean, I'm I'm not even posturing. I've spoken very highly of this podcast before. Uh, Leafs on deck. Yeah, we'll do a crossover. We soon, have to because we actually hosers on deck. Hosers on deck. <laughs> or Leafs on hosers. Leafs on. Leafs on hosers. Hosers on deck would Le- be a great no, episode title. It'd be it'd be Leafs on dicks because we're just three dicks right now. <laughs> yeah. Thomas, go to bed. I'm, dude, I'm actually like dying of heat exhaustion yeah. right now. I think it's like a sauna in my. Do you wish you were right back now. at T- my apartment? Take off your two turtlenecks or whatever. Yeah. No, whatever that joke like, was that you made earlier. Take your shirt off, you <laughs> weird fuck. Dude, do you think? Do you think like? Anyways, you, we could we could do this for another. You episode, can find like, Thomas on Twitter at no salary retained with yeah. Wait, what do you want to do on the other episode? Do a game of like cut or no, not cut. Uh, are we talking about <laughs> circumcision right now? It's eleven fifteen on if a school want. night. You fucking pervert. But uh, to answer the question, Dude, not circumcised. All right, <laughs> 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 oh, are we talking? You're like a foot long. <laughs> okay. Tune in next week to see what Thomas and Chris have. <laughs>
we're doing a contest every week. Okay, yeah. we're done. For three weeks. I got Ben Hunt to sign my balls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's I'm tough. Dying. You're done, buddy. Yeah, you, yeah, you have exhaustion. heat stroke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, I'm going to pass out. What's worse, warped tour or this that you're currently experiencing? Dude, at least there's no mud around. True. Yeah, <laughs> Cool. All right. Oh, this this good old days. Listen, we'll be back next okay. week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for all of the support and all the love. Feel free to leave a comment or a review on uh, iCloud or Sound iCloud. Fuck, I can't talk. <laughs> iCloud on Sick. iTunes or SoundCloud. There we go. Drop me your Wii transfer. <laughs> okay. See you guys next week. Love you. Bye. 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 She's scared of me. I mean, I don't see what she sees, but maybe it's close.